Welcome to the Meming of Life with Shane O'Brien and Tommy Valentine, a podcast about memes, internet culture, and navigating the online hellscape. Hello and welcome to the Meming of Life. I'm Shane and I'll be your host and guide through the hellscape of the World Wide Web. And I'm Tommy. Before we dive into our main topic this week, which is the history of memes, we've got a little bit of a follow-up from last week's news. So um, if you guys did listen to episode one, which I hope you would have, uh, we spoke about um, CoffeeZilla and his ongoing series of videos revolving Logan Paul. Um, So what do you make of the final one that came out? I think it's good. I think you and I had a discussion about Logan's apology. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of said the same sort of thing, uh, but I think Coffeezilla just nailed it perfectly with like, yeah, he's, he's done really well to a point. Like, I'm glad he's not suing me. I'm glad he's giving some money back. Mm. But he's kind of, his actions aren't matching his words entirely. I mean, there's a lot more money than 1.2 million that's like gone missing from people. Yeah. He's uh, not acknowledging the people that already took their money out of Zoo. Um, which is a, which is quite a percentage of people. Which is a large amount. Well, of course, it was abandoned for two years. Like, Any as you would. person. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's not great, but I, I think the one thing we can commend is just how Coffee's has handled the entire thing. Uh, he's he's done so so well with this. He's been patient with it. He's been accurate, and I think it's just really paid off. He, he has said that this is the final video he's going to make on it. He's yeah, going to yeah, sort yeah. of let it play out now. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but I, I think he's just done so so well. I hope he gets as much growth from this as he, he deserves yeah I think he did a great job of it I think it's um it's a strange one because we, we discussed how Logan Paul's apology was really good and I still think now it was really good yeah but it was only when CoffeeZilla kind of put it all in perspective that I start, started to think oh it's actually a lot more hollow than I thought it was because on the surface you know as we said on the last episode it ticked all the boxes did everything it needed to do but then you know there was a lot of problems like the one point was it 1.2 1.6 uh, the, basically it was over a million dollars he's promised to give back to people and I kind of thought that sounds good yep. but it's only when I saw Coffee's of this final video I thought oh yeah, that's actually you made seven and a half million from this <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, a lot more money was like put into it blah 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 yeah so um, yeah so that kind of wraps it up nicely um, yeah if you haven't heard of Coffeezilla or seen any of his stuff go check his channel out he's absolutely amazing um, another <clears throat> well it's not really a conclusion but I suppose it's um, something we spoke about uh, last week was Andrew Tate uh, the whole situation with him being detained and facing possible jail time so from various sources it's kind of varying between looking like 10 to 15 years he might be getting um, his detention's obviously been extended now because the courts believe that he has the money and the means to escape the country which he does that's pretty logical I mean, yeah you could ask him and he would boast about it of course, yeah, of course <laughs> he would yeah and that's the thing um well, one Without of the, realizing how much it harms him, he would just boast about how much money he's got. He can't help himself. No, he can't. He, he really can't help himself. But that's uh, there's something else I wanted to add to it is that his fans have kind of been coming out and really defended him. Like you know, some some of them have been taken to the streets, been releasing videos, and if you go on Twitter, I'd highly suggest against it if you want to remain you know sane. But um, yeah, you can really just see these people sticking up for him and kind of saying that you know the Matrix has come for him and. I even saw a comment somewhere that I was saying to Tommy earlier that uh, a fan said if, if Tate gets arrested for these falsified charges, then you're going to make a martyr of him for the cause. And that's just really scary wording, considering there's literal voice notes of him not only admitting, but enjoying the act of raping someone. That's pretty yeah. deep stuff, and it's hard to it's a really hard to defend point, but hey, we're still seeing people defend it, but I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. Um, 
I think the guy's still going to go to jail. So. Yeah, as he should. <laughs> yeah, as he, yeah, exactly, as he should. But yeah, I don't want to give too much more time to him because it's still an ongoing case. But, you know, it's looking like he's probably going to get what we all kind of want to happen, provided, you know, he's been found guilty. I think the problem is as well, it, not to dwell on this too long, I know it's just all <coughs> up, but uh, I think him even going to prison is just going to, I don't know, up his brand value it to, plays his, into to it. his audience. It They're going to love it. that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're silencing him because he was... It's, it's you know, win-win for him, really, yeah. which is which is the sad part. I, I just hope... I hope he still gets the justice that his victims deserve, and, and I hope it... This is a really big hope, but I hope it does do something towards rehabilitating him and, you know, teaching him his lesson, which it won't, it won't. I know, I'm naive, <laughs> but, I, I, you know, one can only hope. This is why I'm the one who does the deep delves, and I'm the one telling you about this stuff, because everything you said there sounded amazing, but no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, and last off to wrap up from last week, uh, Andrew Callahan released a statement. Um, we did actually say on our last episode that it was probably going to come within a day or two of the recording, and it did. Um, he kind of he covered a lot of ground. Um, he said about he owns up to his actions and that his perspective of dating and stuff was very off back then. Um, do we buy it? Do we not? I don't really think it's for us to decide. I've, yeah, that, that's no. what I think. I think it was a really good apology. I think it was because I, I, you know in the last five years since all well, the, the you know the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. um, we've seen a lot of these kinds of apologies from people, yeah. and I, I think he did everything right. He he really did own up to it. Um, acknowledge his part in it. Yeah. The one thing I will say is, and I think I said this to you as well, it's just, it's, it's not our apology to accept. No, so, like, not. you know, we can take it through with a grain of salt. We can appreciate that he's, you know, said the right things and he's not, you know, doubled down or, you know, just denied it or you know, anything like genuine, that. Which is the best way yeah, to observe. Exactly That's right. Yeah. yeah. So now it's just up to whether the victims want to accept it or not and then just see what Andrew does next, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is pretty much our wrap-up from last week. Uh, so now we get to move on to the fun, fun, fun stuff. So obviously we are the memeing of life. That's who we are. You can find us at www.thememingof.life. Um, nice so, yeah, thank you. So let's talk about some memes. Um, so, Tom, what do you think a meme is? Like, how would you describe it? Um, how would I describe a meme? I feel like this definition's changed over the years, whether it actually has or not, or whether just my understanding of what a meme is has. Because I initially thought it was uh, an image um, that was reused yeah. with different text, um, and the image provides context that the text doesn't have to to create a joke. I mean, that's that's essentially it. Yeah, yeah. That's essentially it. So, so the the actual definition in quotes. Ooh. The the actual definition is an image, video, or text usually of a humorous nature that is rapidly spread by internet users, usually with slight variations, which is pretty much what you said. Um, an interesting thing, actually, about the more about the history of the word. Do you know where the word meme comes from? Because it's always sounded really strange to meme. me. I say it out loud and it doesn't feel like a real word. I remember not knowing if it was like Mimi or something May-may. when I first saw it. May May. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a dank May May. Um, so this is what surprised me when I was looking into it, is a... Uh, the actual word meme was a phrase coined by Richard Dawkins in his 1976 book, The Selfish Gene, in which he used it as a phrase to describe ideas that spread from brain to brain. Wow. Not the origin for that I would have expected at all. That's 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 a legit word then. That meme, is... yeah. Richard Dawkins, yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, so that, that's basically what a meme is. A meme is essentially, you know, image, video, or text shared around amongst loads of people, usually with a slight variation. So... 
there's quite a few surprises in here um, that I think you'd appreciate. So I'm going to ask you a question um, that kind of stumped me when I really thought about it. So what was the first ever meme? Oh, I was hoping this was going to come up. I've got no idea, but I just really want to know the answer. Right. Okay, so I'll start out by giving you, like, if you used to Google that question, what you're going to find on there. Um, so the first ever meme was actually a two-panel comic from 1921. Wow. Yeah, so the actual meme itself, so it's two panels. The left panel is an image of a smart-looking, well-drawn young man with a text reading... How you think when a flashlight is taken? Obviously, that's a picture because it's bulbs that exploded. <laughs> and yeah, and on the right was a poorly drawn imitation of a text reading "How you really look." Um, so obviously, you can check our podcast notes. We'll get an image of it up so you can uh, take a little look see at it. Um, but what I thought interesting was that it was a really early take on like expectation versus reality meme format that we still see used today. Um, like a really popular meme now is like an example would be, "Oh, mum, I want Pizza Hut. We have pizza at home." the pizza mm. at home and it'll be a picture of something shit basically. right yeah, yeah yeah so it's the expectation reality meme and it's actually a format that we saw used in 1921 so if you're not buying that which i wasn't quite sold on it if i'm being honest because it doesn't fit the definition as far as i'm concerned because it might have been shared around a lot but there's no alterations that was made to it yes um there is actually examples of a few memes i think well i say memes comics from like 1990 I'm not really buying it. So basically, I would say, if you're talking about something that was shared and was really viral, if you remember the Dancing Baby screensaver from 1996, do you remember that? I don't, no. So it was literally a screensaver of a baby in um, a diaper, and it was literally just doing this like weird robot dance type thing. Okay. And I remember it because my dad had it, and all my uncles had it, and that was like, as a kid, I was like, stranger, everybody's got that on their computer. Do you know which one I remember? This is just a side note. Well, it was like Homer Simpson and he would like go across eating your wallpaper and oh, it would start really? off he would like eat the first layer and there would be another one underneath and he would go all the way across and then he would like go across <coughs> again and it would be another layer and eventually he would get down to like the it was like computer chips behind the screen oh, as he was eating yeah, through yeah. your screen and then Marge would come out every now and then and just clean up some crumbs well I mean if it it's was a little, little gem for you if it was sent around a lot and it was viral could it qualify as a meme maybe well that's the thing so you got Dancing Baby screensaver 1996. If you're not happy with that, you could probably say, <clears throat> like the, um, what was it? The, uh, the 1992 port of Zero Wing for the Mega Drive. So it contained the phrase that has been used to death by internet denizens all these years, and that is, all your base are belong to us. Oh, yeah. Because it was a mistranslation, obviously. Uh, obviously. And um, so you've got those, but perhaps the oldest but also legitimate one is probably Godwin's Law, okay. which was 1990, I believe. So Godwin's Law was a basic graph that showed us, um, as an internet conversation goes on, the more the likelihood of something being compared to Nazis becomes. <laughs> and so it was Godwin's oh, Law. And it, it still gets used, like, I wouldn't say it's frequently used now, but it was used in, um, like, uh, forums and stuff in the early 2000s to basically be like, this conversation's over. Right. Godwin's Law. When you go, oh, your argument's so bad, the people that you support, they're no better than Nazis, you just go, Godman's Law, and you'd leave. You'd leave it at that. So that's probably the oldest version of, like, a meme, because it was shared quite a lot. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you can argue the point. I don't know if the comic from 1921 kind of qualifies. I don't feel like it does, but the others certainly do, because they were shared. Um, but yeah, so an interesting one is... Not only the memes themselves, but the formats in which they come to us. So, 
when we think of memes as millennials, I'm sure that because we spoke about them before, we think of the characters, the memes. You yeah. Know? So you're yeah, good guy, Greg. You're bad yeah. like Brian. Yeah. You're Philosoraptor. You know, you're you got all those kind of Scumbag characters. Steve. Scumbag Steve, probably one of the most prominent ones is, you know, whenever you saw that fur coat and that tilted hat, you just thought, what a prick. And then it'd always, it'd always be an action. You Who think. were the other ones? There was like the, was it the girlfriend? Um, obsessive girlfriend. Obsessive girlfriend. Obsessive girlfriend. Um, Those were like the real classic. That, that's what I think of as the first memes, like yeah. obviously, without, before knowing this history, that that's when I sort of started to see them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was, it was a, so that format was a really good one because you'd know the content of the meme simply by seeing the character on it before you read anything. Yeah. And I think it was kind of like a neat package to put memes in because you kind of just have categories of, you know, if I went out um, and somebody was acting like an asshole in public, instead of making a status where I like call that person out and it can look a little bit weird, like, you know, the way it comes across, you make a scumbag Steve meme. (laughs) No names, no specifics. But I've got it off my chest and you'll probably read it and go, I know somebody like that. Yeah. I know a scumbag, Steve. Um, so I think that was a really like prominent like form of format. Um, obviously, you had like the real classics, like, you know, simple black frame with white text. That's, yeah, yeah that's, sorry, no, that is the first ones I, I sort of... They well, were I, I, really maybe I retroactively... I, th- I think what it was is I saw that those images of like the, the characters, like you say. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember thinking, oh, this is what memes are. And then actually a friend of mine pointed out those, you know, black uh, frame with white texts, mm-hmm. that those were first. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have seen those. And I, I sort of realized it after the fact, whereas with the characters, I was sort of aware in the moment that, okay, this is what a meme is. Yeah, I mean, meme culture wasn't... <laughs> that must sound so stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's true. No, it's, it's spot on though, because meme culture wasn't really established in like the early days. Whereas by the time the characters came around, it was like everywhere. And just a shout out for anybody who does actually want to relive the old days of memes. I don't know if I mentioned it to you. Um, the subreddit r slash advice animals, if you haven't seen it. So r slash advice animals obviously started out with like memes with obviously animals that give you advice. Like um, <clears throat> there's like, um, oh, what is it? There's like a, a badass duck one. And, you know, you've got Philosoraptor and all that kind of stuff. And it started out with just animals. But then... I think as the meme culture was dying out to kind of preserve it, they started allowing more stuff. So you had like Bad Luck Brian and like Good Guy Greg. They're now like advice animals in quotes. Mm. But yeah, so if you want to like kind of reach out and look at all the old kind of memes that I, you know, we grew up with, then that's a great subreddit for it because without sounding like an old fart, you just don't really see those memes anymore. You, you, don't. Know? you, you don't get them. And I mean, it was, like, it was like more than 10 years ago that those were around, dude. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying when you think about it. But this is, this is like one of my... Um, I don't call it a grouch, but this is one of my things that I don't understand about modern memes. Um, so for the most part, they tend to revolve around current topics and those images from like recent events. But this is the thing is like memes kind of lack, for the most part, I'm not saying for all of them, but for the most part, memes feel like they lack an overall like format, you know? Like a meme can be anything nowadays. And I think that's where a lot of people get confused. So I mean, um, like a recent example... Um, would be if you haven't seen it yet the mud wizard um, yeah so um, I've seen it yeah so it's, it's a really good one um, so Greta Thunberg got arrested at these recent protests and that kind of shone a light on it and one of the things that came from that same protest was a um, there's a guy who's dressed in like a brown peasant kind of looking cloak and um, the, the police basically made a horrible miscalculation and they got stuck in like a mud pit and they just couldn't get out and this guy just runs up pushes the police officer over and none of the others do anything. 
and basically someone got a shot of him pushing the officer and he's now known as the mud wizard and so, <laughs> so good and just like that a meme is born and that, that's what I'm saying is that, that, like, that whole scene though by the way is I think I've said this to you is like it's exactly the third act or the final act I think it's probably the fifth act of um of the Henry ads of like uh, Henry the fifth when the, uh, the, yeah. the battle of Agincourt with yeah. <laughs> like literally the mud and like the uh, <laughs> the French men of war uh, men at war being like over encumbered by the heavy armor and yeah. getting stuck in the mud like <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah if only, if only they read some Shakespeare they would have been fine if you don't learn from history you're doomed to repeat it you know that's true um, but yeah so there's a mud wizard's like a big one that I've seen recently um, but I think over the past few years we've kind of seen the definition of a meme stretch and warp to fit modern audience taste uh, that's just the way I kind of perceive it like an action or a craze can be a meme so as much as this pains me to say Fortnite dances are memes Right, because mm. they're recreated, they're spread. Like people make alterations to them. So, if you're ignoring the uh, image and text version of things, a video of a Fortnite dance, the modern craze, people call that a meme. I don't agree with it, but the thing is, enough people call it a meme. It's such a young word of a young definition that that can always be changed. And I feel like you're kind of seeing that a bit. Like the Gangnam Style, people would argue too that's a meme. I would say that's not. That's a dance craze. So yeah, it's like a viral viral thing what's a meme like that, that's, that's the thing is uh, like... a meme is the transfer of ideas from brains or something yeah wow you've been reading Richard Dawkins <laughs> so you tell the, the, way, <laughs> the way I quoted it so accurately hey I just, I just pulled a Shakespeare reference out Got me yeah, some yeah, yeah no that's, that's fair that's fair I, 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 I couldn't give you that if you asked me to um, but yeah I think the the truth is is that I think as the internet changes alongside the world, I think a lot of people's humour is very, very, very different now. Like, really different. Like, uh, I remember seeing a meme, which is like these horrible, distorted figures running up a hallway. The eyes were red. The picture had like a weird VHS grain on it. And it was, the text was, me and the boys at 3am getting beans. <laughs> what? Exactly. I looked at that and I thought, what the fuck am I looking at? It was a meme. <laughs> So, this, is, this is what I need this podcast I don't understand that at all we're going to have to do a whole episode on these what are they called like abstract memes or whatever it is surreal or memes surreal yeah yeah but this is why the podcast might not last because I don't know if I've got the answers like <laughs> does getting, someone does it, anyone it's so fucking weird but honestly that's kind of the point I'm making is that formats are kind of dead meme formats because everything's single use now you know right. we treat memes like cheap plastic products they get used they're relevant for a few days or like a week and we move on to the next one because with a lot of like the meme apps and the way memes work now is that you see like a news report on TV, something funny happens, someone out there has screen capped it, mm. that becomes a meme. Somebody you know does something stupid in public in the back of a TikTok video, someone screen caps that, that person's now a meme. Whereas back in, you know, I, was like, oh, I hate saying it, but back in our day, back in day, a meme was a very intentional thing that kind of served the purpose and the same format was stuck to. It was like an understanding that people had. But um, yeah, so... Memes nowadays are kind of like really hard to get and even harder to like make stick. Right. If you can make a meme that lasts in, you know, the zeitgeist for more than like a month, that's a pretty big achievement. Whereas, uh, you know, I was seeing like good guy Greg memes throughout the entirety of the time we was in secondary school. Like for years and years and years, I was seeing the same kind of memes being used. And then the culture just changed. The culture just died. It will never be as good as the millennial culture <laughs> ever. <laughs> Ever is there anything that's still sort of reused in the same in terms of like format? Uh, but the one I still see around all the time is I don't know what it's called like the the 
jealous that the, the, the you know the boyfriend where he's like holding his girlfriend's hand. He turns. Hand. Yeah, he's, he's turned, looking at someone else. Yeah, so I see that all the time still. Yeah, jealous girlfriend meme. That's a big one. Um, there's one with Lisa Simpson pointing to a whiteboard, and like people tend to make like announcements or uh, like hot takes when they use that meme. Yeah. Um, you got the Homer Simpson backing into a shrub, like for getting out of awkward situations. Yeah. Um, you got the office it's the same picture well this is the thing yeah well this is the thing is that you get a lot of memes that do stick yeah that's but true it's just there's a huge percentage of like memes that didn't exist before whereas everything was a format now it's like a lot of stuff's a format but a lot of stuff is an inside joke where if you wasn't in that right place at the right time you're just not going to get so it so I just thought about something yeah I wonder if one of the reasons that the meme culture's changed so that it changes all the time now and you almost have to keep up to date with it I wonder if that's got anything to do with, in the last five years or so, um, memes have been used uh, by corporations in advertising. Oh, it's a big So it kind of like takes the fun out of it. Like, like, like when you see a big, massive, multi-million or billion dollar company using a meme in an advert on Twitter or Reddit or Facebook yeah, yeah. or, you know, wherever, Instagram, um, you kind of just, it cheapens it. So the shifting culture to have to refresh and change it and yeah, keep yeah. it up to date all the time yep. kind of like mitigates that and it like it stops that from happening. Well, I'll tell you Perhaps what, that's a reason. You're on science. Even subconsciously. Yeah, honestly, you're on you're onto a really big thing there because there's um there's always a thing known as like brand Twitter where it's like, you know, there was a period of time when Burger King, Wendy's, KFC, all the big brands, a lot of American, they was kind of like throwing shade at each other on Twitter. And um it was like it was it was funny at first because it was like relatable. But then it became really obviously like pandering and it was just hard to look at. Mm. And then it was actually the birth of a meme, which is like a, it was a, I think it's called a spider crab. It was like a big crab that had laser eyes and it had the text like silence brand, like silence brand. Right, And right. so whenever brands would do that stuff, people would just spam this picture. <laughs> just spam it. Why was it a crab? No one fucking knows. Why was it laser eyes? Again, no one knows. But it did get to a point where people was like actively searching out these accounts to shut them down. Oh, wow. Like, not officially, but, like, every time they try to relate to kids, people would jump on and be like, no, you're fucking wrong, you're a brand, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that poor admin who's just got his dream job of working for us, yeah, like, on social media yeah, full-time for his, his company, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I think there's a lot of truth in what you said, because when memes had a format, it was easy to latch onto them whether you understood them or not. You didn't have to get it. Yeah, I, I can just see it so clearly in my head, that, like, jealous boyfriend or the, whatever it is the, 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 the eye wandering boyfriend who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's like holding the hands and there's like a Google logo over it and then the woman that's walking past has got Bing or something like that yeah. you, you can just see how like oh come on yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it feels so cheap and so obvious well this is the thing it's actually a way you can catch out a lot of brands I'm not saying all of them do it but a lot of the time when you see memes like that they are old enough that you could have reasonable suspicion as to why it's being used because a lot of brands hold on to it because it's a format they get. And again, it feeds into the point you made. It's very hard to keep up with what young like audiences are into when what they're into is inside jokes that change daily. Yeah. It's very hard to monetize that. Because yeah, Reddit is like, a lot of my examples will come from Reddit because as far as I'm concerned, like you can find a lot of content from the internet on Reddit and just seeing people's reactions to that content is interesting. And you know, it does operate as like somewhat of a hive mind on Reddit. But you do see it a lot where an inside joke will kind of form the comment section runs with it then you'll go to another post and you'll see that same comment again and then you see it again and then you see people reference it and then usually on one of them it'll be everyone in the comment section going what's this what's, what's this guy above me saying like what the fuck is that 
And it's really too late because a lot of people won't stop to explain it. So right. you've missed it. So every meme you see to do with that topic, you can either go back and do your homework or you can just kind of ignore it through your feed and wait for the next one to come up, which will be like the next day probably. Is there is there gatekeeping around the meme community, would you say? Uh, it depends. Like people want to be in on the joke exclusively or do they like to share it? I mean, obviously, there's a very... I'm asking generally, but it's, it's I'm really, sure it's different person to person. Yeah, but. it's really hard to gauge. I think Reddit as a community has a lot of the capacity to be that way. Um, it's very much like, listen, I'm not going to tire everybody with the same brush, but it's fair to say that a lot of people who do use Reddit, not all of them, but a lot of them, might have like a lot of issues with like social awkwardness. It's like, you know, if, if you have those kind of problems, you, you find yourself living online quite a lot. Mm. So it's a chance for these people to kind of be a part of an inside joke, which very likely isn't going to happen to them in the real world. So I suppose some of them would protect that. Because yeah. they, they want to be part of the exclusive club. Like, I get to laugh at this because I was there. Right. And like, you wasn't there, so why are you making a version of it? But I think a lot of people, like, you know, like myself, a meme's a fucking meme. <laughs> if, if it makes somebody laugh, good, share it. Everywhere you can. But, you know, um, I'm a little bit behind the curve with, like, fresh memes. Like, I go on surreal memes quite a lot on Reddit, and I'll be honest with you, you can spend a lot of time there and it doesn't really make sense, but that's the point. Yeah. And um, I've just kind of gone down a rabbit hole where I'm like, is this funny? <laughs> I, I don't, like, I ask myself that a lot, like, should I laugh? I'm scared. <laughs> In a way, I mean, th- this might just highlight my ignorance at... Um, you know, traditional art in a in a museum or an, an art gallery or something when yeah. you kind of look at a painting. And my first reaction is kind of, well, I, I feel what I feel, I think what I think. And then I take a step back and think, but it, what's it trying to make me think? Like, what should I be thinking mm-hmm. right now? And I don't know whether this is a horrible bastardization of all <laughs> art, but I suppose that's what art does. Like, that yeah. is how art should, should function. That, that's kind of it. I mean, like... The example I gave us through all memes is it's meant to be like funny in a weird sense where it's so unsettling it's funny, but f- only through certain lenses. It varies person to person. Like I've sent you a lot of them and I can tell by your reaction you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of them are just very weird. Yeah. The the I thought we could do a whole episode on this subject as well, but like copy pastas. Like oh, I, love I, them. I don't I don't get it, but I love them. <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff like that. But yeah, it's interesting. One of my favorite Twitter accounts is just called "Is This Art," and then basically oh, I love that. Yeah, like someone will post something. It could just be a photo they've taken. It could yeah, yeah. be you know an accidental poem they've written or something. And then someone will just tweet at that account saying is this art and it would just come out with like either yes or no that's what <laughs> or like mean. yeah definitely art I suppose that's what I love about art though is like you can argue to people in the face about what is and what isn't because the idea of an entire like broad subject like that being subjective like it varies person to person I love that and I think that it makes like a lot of um, I think it makes a lot of people mad when you kind of define what art is if it doesn't fit their definitions and you do get that with memes you do yeah. get that with memes yeah but yeah, so I mean, that is kind of, that's kind of like the history of memes. And I mean, I personally would say memes are a vehicle used to display emotion, share ideas and stories, anecdotes, or simply to be stupid and make us laugh. I think that is kind of, you know, like no matter how it's defined, I think the truth is all of us kind of know a meme when we see one. Whether, yeah. you, whether you go by the real definitions or not, all of us can look at something and go, that's obviously a meme. We can argue about dances and crazies like that, but if I show you Philosoraptor, doesn't matter what age you are, doesn't matter where you're at, you go, that's a meme. That's a meme. So, 
that's the history of memes. I hope you've been educated by it. If you haven't been educated by it, then that's not really my problem. I feel like we've covered a lot of stuff there. Um, but yeah, so on to our next segment. Um, so Tom, to make sure you're not under the illusion that we're only going to learn about fun things. Oh God. Because last time we, uh, we spoke about uh, our place, I believe, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so we spoke about that. was really fun, based on the fun concept. It was. Um, so I've got something here for you that will remind you that sometimes learning sucks. So I'm going to start by saying I can't name this thing outright like I usually would because okay. it is called what it is called. Okay. But I will say to you, what items would you put in a box? <laughs> what items would I put in a box? Yeah. It's not a loaded question. <laughs> what? I promise you there's nothing How bad. How do I unpack that? Just what, yeah, what would you put in a box? What would I put in a box? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Don't, um, don't think about it too much. Just like, what would you put in a box? I would put memories in a little memory box. Look, no, that's a dumb answer. Can I give another answer? No. <laughs> no, that's the one we're running with. So, what I would put in a box, I'd say things like cereal, shoes, pictures, like memories, like you said, and cum. Question mark? <laughs> yep, that's right. So today we're going to discuss the famed Reddit legend of the box. The cum box. So, oh, sorry, I love this one. So it's such a stupid... I'm so sorry. Anybody offended by this, I, I totally get why. I'm sorry. But, so, this spawned from an Ask Reddit question. <laughs> sorry, it's just... Tommy's in disbelief and I'm just I'm loving every moment of this I was going to share this episode with my mum no. and uh, no, 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 <laughs> just no, no, get, no. get our listens up for no. show her episode that, one that ship has sailed yeah show her episode one then maybe go to three and if she asks just don't give an answer I right. don't trust that episode three will be any cleaner I've, I've known you a long time um, well based on your reaction from this it's going to get worse <laughs> um, so in case you're wondering where this come from so it was an ask reddit question which we all love which is what's a secret that could ruin your life if it came out so, OP's first response was, and I quote, Cousin died when we were both 17. There was a reception at his house just after the funeral. I went into his room and stole all the money that was there, took some other valuables that his parents wouldn't realise were gone. No one knows that I did it, they just assumed he didn't have any money in his room, only lose change. I don't regret it, but I will never admit I did it. Also, my cum box. <laughs> and they left it at that, right? <laughs> So, obviously, Reddit engaged and needed to know more because this guy obviously gave the wrong story for the question. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so, his next response was this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was me, not him. So, this is him. Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. I love his tone there. It's like, like it's a comeback. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Come so, on, we've all got one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a shoebox, or at least it once was. And whenever I masturbate, I come into it. I've oh had it. <laughs> I've had it for two or three years now, I think. So it has a fair amount of cum. It smells atrocious, and I tried to burn it once. Tried? What? It fought back? When I lit it on fire, it was too damp due to the cum, so it simply sizzled and didn't manage to actually light up. <laughs> it 
turns out burning cum smells awful, so I had to spray it with some deodorant body spray just to get the old smell of burnt cum away. It's also got some drenched papers stuck to it. That's pretty much it. And that's the comment. And just like that, we all wish we knew less, and we now can never return to who we was before we found out about this. Uh, a podcast isn't the best medium to... <laughs> To display the face that I have right now, I'm just a completely <laughs> dropped jaw. Oh my god. What a cretin of a human being. Just throw it out. You don't need to burn it. Two to three years. That's such a long time. That's such an incredible... I can't even quantify to, the decision making. The, every the time. decision tree that that guy must have had in his mind to get to that place. Every time. Not just in the first place, but in every subsequent... Yeah. Visit to the, the company. Yeah. The company. Because <laughs> whenever I say it out loud, I think that's not a real thing a person's done. But I can I can tell you that it is. And the reason why I chose that for the segment Still Learning is not just because I really enjoy the disgust that you display when you hear about <laughs> it. It's because it is a part of internet history, whether you fucking like it or not. So if you go on Reddit and you mention anything to do with a box, I guarantee at some point there'll be a comment mentioning the cum box. You know, just like the guy with the broken arms. Um, that's for next episode. I just, literally, I was just thinking about that and how horrific that story also is. That'll probably be in the next one. So um, it gets worse. But yeah, so um, still learning segment. Cumbox, a guy who jizzed into a shoebox for two to three years, tried to burn it. It wouldn't burn because it was so moist. And so instead of throwing it away after that, he, um, he just has it still to this day, partially burnt. I'm going to regret saying this, but you can find out more in the show notes. God, yeah, I totally forgot we was going to have to do that. Yep. It's just a link. It's a link to a, you know, it's a Reddit link. It's not, believe it or not, it's not like a snuff site or anything. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just Reddit. It's just Reddit, okay? It's just Reddit. But, um, how do you just feel? Reddit isn't the defense you think it is. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a ban a lot of stuff and a lot of people. But it's reforming. It's <sighs> reforming. I spend a lot of time there, so I have to believe that. Because uh, if they're not, then... Geez. I wish that was me more dream so that I could say it was a dream and it not be real. Yeah. But then I'd be concerned that you dreamt it up. So maybe, I, maybe I'm glad yeah. it's, it's real. Do you know what the problem is? Is that like, I did originally have it for me more dream. But then I kind of thought, well, the stipulation we agreed on is that if it has a substantial backstory, it should probably be used for you know still learning. I thought the backstory was substantial enough because it wasn't just a thing. It's like a thing that's regularly still fucking mentioned to this the, the, uh, the if the original story was that in response to the, that Ask Reddit, it wouldn't have been as good. It was the fact that there was the other story first <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and my <laughs> Also my cum box. Just like, a, like you threw it out there thinking people would just go, wow, you stole from your cousin. And of course you had a cum box. It's, it's, like, yeah. he, it's like he typed out the whole thing. It was like, oh man, wait, maybe that's worse. Well, I've typed it now. I'll just put also. He's <laughs> just, just about to post it and she kind of went, what the fuck? Oh yeah, the cum box. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it smells yeah. like it smells like burnt wank in here. Oh so obviously, but, um, but yes, yeah, so that's the internet for you, and um, that's the kind, that's the representation of the kind of people that inhabit the website that I inhabit quite a lot of the time. So um, I'm not like those people, but it does make me feel a lot better being surrounded by them. If I'm being honest, um, you don't think less of me for knowing that story, do you? I actually didn't have to research that one. I just knew that. I'm. I might think a little bit less less of you. Only a little bit. That's fair. That's fair. If if you didn't, then there'd be something probably wrong with you. <laughs> like, you know. Um, so yeah, so just uh 
to kind of move on while your stomachs are still churning. I don't really want to uh, dwell too much on the box. Um, <laughs> so we're going to move. We're going to move swiftly onto our next segment. Smart. Which is meme or dream. So. Basically, the idea of this one is that I either have a real meme up my sleeve or I have a fake one. And I will present that to Tommy and he shall try to decipher whether I'm pulling his leg or whether the internet is just actually that fucking weird. So are you ready for this edition of Meme or Dream? Uh, I think I won last week. So um, I feel like I'm going to, you know, 100% of the times we've played this, I've won. So... Statistically, you're making me look like a right fool. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Okay, well, well, buckle up, okay? Buckle up. So, the meme I have for you today is following our theme of what the fuck, but rest assured, before you... I can, okay, don't don't make that face, it's fine. We're all good. So, it's, it's pretty what the fuck, but here's the thing. It's nowhere near as bad as the box, and I'm never going to speak about it again. I'm done. I'm done with the box. The box is in my past now. It's in the rearview mirror. Don't... You know, don't define me by the content I consume, which is not the box. So, okay, bread. Yeah, we can agree we love the stuff. Bread's pretty sweet. Garlic bread, other types of bread. I just think of garlic bread, really. <laughs> I'm kind of like, you know, I'm a millennial through and through garlic bread. That's just all I'm about. So bread's pretty sweet. It's great for eating. It's great for putting on cat's heads. Do you remember that? Breading, when that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Right? I totally forgot about that. But like, when, I, when I was like, you know, trying to... <laughs> You're researching bread. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listen, dude. I had some Kingsmill that was looking... This true story. I had some Kingsmill that was looking funny. And like, I was like, well, it, it's got mold on it. But like, if I cut the mold off, is it still safe to eat? And that was actually what inspired this whole thing. So I was like, <laughs> bread. Bread. I thought I was a genius. I, just, I was just saying bread repeatedly while I was trying to write stuff. But bread, right? Okay. So you used to put on cats' faces. That was a meme. How about this for a meme? Okay. You can see it now. Stapling bread to trees. Oh, I feel like... So <sighs> it's, it's an obvious evolution of breading cats, right? Well, yeah. actually, it's probably a not-so-obvious evolution of it's breading not, cats. It's obvious for the internet in a weird way. It's, it, it, yeah. This is the thing. So, so in case uh, you guys don't know, the objective of this is that I've got, I've got to try and fool Tom with this, which is kind of hard on my part because it's like we said earlier. Like people say about the Onion, can't write articles that are satirical enough anymore because yeah. is that that's what the internet's like. Trying to make up a ridiculous sounding thing while the internet exists is so hard. So, so bread stable to trees. In in my mind, I think of. I'm sure it's like an expression that's used for something that's really difficult is like trying to staple jelly or jello as a, our uh, friend, friends across the Atlantic would call it. That's horrific. Um, so I can see it like being like a thing where it's like, well, yeah, bread, the internet love bread. You can see that as a thing, yeah. But I'm going to say that this is actually a dream. Right. Okay. So the answer to... Is it a real thing that people will staple bread to trees? Well, there is an entire subreddit dedicated <sighs> to stapling bread to trees. How fucking weird is that? R slash bread staple to trees. So on my um, little Googling escapade, where I was trying to figure out if I could eat the moldy bread in my house or I had to go out and buy more, I stumbled across this and I kind of thought, I've seen pictures like that before. Why does that seem familiar? Turns out I'm, I'm subscribed to the subreddit. Um, don't know why, don't know when. Apparently I last visited it two years ago, I believe. 
so yeah, there's an entire subreddit of people. Um, there's a community within Reddit, and uh, yeah, of course they're real. We staple bread to uh, trees, and they chronicle their actions via posted pictures. And they, uh, this is what I actually like. It's got a bit of order to it. They actually, oh good, <laughs> they caption it with like what type of bread it is, and also what type of tree species it is. So you know, like you get like some. So I'm gonna blow your mind here. So there's actually like low tier bread stapled to trees. You're talking about like your basic supermarket whites, like your Wonder Bread stapled to like a poplar tree. No one fucking cares about that. Right. But if you got like a nice pumpernickel and some like fucking redwood, wow. Wow. That's a high tier bread on tree. And if you don't, if, if you can't see in your mind why that's a high tier bread on tree, then don't even fuck with a subreddit. It's not for you. Like well, the, the way you like subbread it. Am I right? <laughs> I was just about to say you shouldn't go there based on how you're looking at me, but based on that pun, I think you should. I think they'd like you over there. I think they'd really like you over (laughs) there. Yeah, man. Grab yourself some like artisanal bread. Go find a rare tree. Staple it to it. What about homemade bread and a homegrown tree? You need to chill the fuck out. (laughs) That, no. No? They'd laugh you off the side. Really? Yeah. Is that a buster move? God forbid they'd listen to this and know that I sent you there. (laughs) Like, if if those people reject me, I have nothing. Okay. I, I've, I have nothing other than cheap white bread. So, yeah. So there's actually there's actually a tier list of bread on trees. Okay. So before you before you laugh at it, just think, why would I laugh at something so nuanced? <laughs> you wouldn't. You simply wouldn't. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta ask, is this art? It is. Yeah. Yeah. You have got to ask that, and I would say that it is. So that's me more dream. So it's one one. Which I'm pretty happy with because I thought you'd I thought you'd sniff that one out as a real thing, you know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It felt too good. Yeah, um, yeah turns yeah. out it just is too good. It's just too good. It's, it's great. It's, it's great. It's just it's just good. So good. It's got a community. Like yeah. it's not just like a thing. Right. So before we wrap things up for episode two, it's time for us to do that little thing that we do where we recommend something from around the internet to our listeners. <laughs> but. <laughs> We can only share something that we've seen this past week that was thrown at us by an algorithm of some kind. So it can be an ad, it could be you know a banner, a banner ad somewhere, YouTube suggested, anything like that. Okay, so that is the section we call the algorithm. Yeah, mine's really bad this week. It was so good last week. It was so like informative about a really imp- important person, Aaron Schwartz. And it was touching. All the amazing. Work it made me feel like a prick. Internet. It made me feel like a prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> mine might be the worst we ever have on here which not just so far I mean in the history of this show going forward this is going to be known as the worst ever edition of Tower Group this is last, so bad last week I brought forward an AI chatbot that wanted to cuck me with nudes which is great and by the way I, I, I uh, visited the subreddit for that after and it's yeah yeah, um, yeah replica it's really something <laughs> can I actually sorry this is a little bit off the top did I actually can that AI send nudes how the fuck does that work I think it's like uh, they basically just generated a bunch of images and then they just send them and I don't think they're nude I think they're in like oh, Jesus um, Christ. yeah from, from looking around like the all time top on that subreddit and uh, there was like <laughs> people were talking about uh, how to speed run that <laughs> makes, replica that makes me sad to, what, get, to get to get the, to get the uh, yeah not safe for work photos does um, that not bum you out that really bums me out, man. Like, what bums me out more? It, it, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean. Harsh is my. This fight. is the meaning of life, not the me. Oh, me. I thought you say meaning of life, but that is the actual thing that we're ripping off. I was about to be like, dude, that works. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't. So. <laughs> not the being mean. 
in life? I don't know. You, you, get, you get what I'm going for. www.thememingof.life.life. Um, but there's people on there that are like, there's, that there's sharing memes actually about how there's nothing that what more that they want in this world than their AI to have a real body and stuff like that. It's it's uh, straight so far from God's light. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, this who, week, who do you want to go first? Um, I'll I'll let you go first because I'll be honest, I'm kind of excited to hear it. It's so bad. I feel I feel like you've actually hyped it up inadvertently, like you, you didn't mean to, but you have. So now. So I'm this this is another one that came up on Twitter for me. So this is. Um, an image that came up as a suggested tweet um, so it wasn't from anything that I follow it wasn't retweeted by anyone that I follow it was purely a suggested tweet because uh, the algorithm thought it was something so, I'd like. so this is like real algorithm stuff like um, okay so I don't know whether this is a popular meme already you can tell me that Shane but um, it basically says epic bug facts yeah. at the top yeah, oh this is a thing yeah, yeah. Meme, so yeah, it's got this weird like low poly yeah. bug thing it looks kind of like a penis if I'm honest with boxing gloves and little red shoes yeah and it just says <laughs> this is so dumb I that's apologize okay. that's okay. typing the word skepticism is like playing ping pong with your keyboard <laughs> what <laughs> because when you type demonstrate this. when you type skepticism yeah it's left side to right side to left side <laughs> Right side to left That's side so to right side to left side to right That's side so to shit. left side and then finally to right side. <laughs> it's so dumb. I don't know why the algorithm thought I'm like. <laughs> Somebody described that fact as cool. It's so dumb. I also love the fact that you were skeptical. <laughs> I've got a keyboard in front of me. I still ask you to demonstrate. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, an epic bug fact S- for you. Skeptical. That's so stupid. <laughs> that is so one. Of, you know what? I take it back. I, I didn't. I was like, you know, I was trying to like make you feel better. I was like, man, it's not gonna be that stupid. That's pretty fucking stupid. But <laughs> it, 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 it's a real format, so it checks out. Sadly, last well, time it had stakes about life and death and freedom and justice not and anymore. injustice and uh, not anymore. Now, oh, it makes me feel better though, because. Like first episode, you busted out like a real like history of the internet thing, and I just had a chatbot that is for thirsty dudes. So you know the the algorithm's already made fun of me enough, and that's it. Saying basically, you've got a shit taste in memes. I mean, you ain't got to take it personally. Dude, it's a real meme. It's a real meme. Bug facts is a real meme. Yeah. Okay. You feel better? No. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It wasn't great. <laughs> My apologies. So. My algorithm this week um, took a few series of twists and turns. Um, so I happened across a channel slash phenomenon known as Cooking with Jack. You ever heard of that? I've never heard of it. So Cooking with Jack is a series on YouTube in which Jack Scalfani, a self-proclaimed amateur chef, I think he actually does it for a job. He makes recipe walkthroughs. The catch is that while Jack thinks his cooking is great, um, we the viewer are often left feeling sick and in disbelief of this man's absolute lack of skill like it is honestly fucking unreal okay so pound for pound this guy's got to be one of the most successful chefs and I, I, this is a term that I saw on um, so the channel I'm going to promote is August the Duck he does great commentary breakdowns on Cooking with Jack and um, yeah the thing is he's pound for pound one of the most successful chefs because he's got so much popularity for being a chef actually has no fucking right being in a kitchen okay so pound for pound he's you know he's doing pretty fucking well for himself 
so as I said, uh, there's commentary breakdowns of some of his best content. Um, I wouldn't tell you to go through his channel for reasons I'm about to mention, but also one of them is just he's got a lot of content. It's not all great. Um, so the channel that I refer you to is called August the Duck. Uh, you know, spelled like the month of August, the duck, no spaces. So he's actually followed Jack's cringy culinary escapades for quite some time now. Um, and he's a really good channel to watch. You know, he's fairly funny, covers a lot of the best stuff, so you haven't got to go through it. Um, you know, and it's just fucking awful. Like, like from what I've seen, I've seen, like, Jack literally eat, like, meat that is so raw. Oh, my God. He's eating chicken that's got blood coming out of it. Oh, my God. There's one where he does, um, you know, you get those things where you put chicken in the bag and it's got spices and you cook it in the bag to keep yeah. it moist. He does that, peels back the skin, puts the fork in, and literally fucking blood is coming out. And he literally takes oh. a bit, but he picks up a bit away from the blood. Like, that's not going to give him salmonella. Oh, my God. But the problem is, is that the guy seems to have done this a few times and never really have gotten sick, so I don't think he knows. And, yeah, so basically... Um, he's a fucking awful chef and if you watch August the Duck's channel it's great because he breaks it down and the reason why I'd refer you to August the Duck's channel and not Jack's channel itself is we've got a bit of a theme on the internet where if anybody becomes popular and there's aspects of the content or personality that you actually like the chances are they're a fucking monster Jack Scalfani is no different, apparently. So I went into this watching this guy's content and thinking, you know, uh, he's a shit chef. This is pretty funny. Uh, I'm into it. Uh, you know, good commentary videos and his stuff. Googled him. Because I just thought, you know, I, I want to see what the guy's about. Because he mentions that he did it for a job. And I was like, you know, what fucking restaurant would have this guy? Um, so I found a WordPress blog, um, which is uh, Jack Scalfani's Atrocious Behavior. That's the name of the blog. Um, so this is a WordPress blog I found that details the many heinous actions and views of Scalfani with links to quoted videos, most of which are dead links due to the deletion of content. So I want to say that now, that I couldn't confirm for myself that all of the claims were true. It seems a little bit suspicious that the videos they linked to have now all been taken down, which, right. but therefore I can't confirm it. So this is me purely saying what I've seen. This is not the views of myself or this podcast, but... It's a fucking rabbit hole because you just think you're watching a guy burn like chicken and just do a bad job of cooking. And it, it was so much more. So um, so the blog outlines Jack as a racist, a homophobe and an abuser who makes dangerous content. So what they meant by... So the other things are there are videos linking to a few things that I personally was like, I don't know if that's like that abusive because the WordPress very much seems like somebody who really fucking hates him. So you've got to like take that on board. Right. That they are like at one point like yeah the way he abuses his mother. It's a video of him telling his mum to shut up. That's it. I'm like what fucking hell. But they do have a good point when they said that he makes dangerous content. So obviously he doesn't cook meat all the way through, and he's in quotes teaching you how to cook. So if you mm. actually follow his methods, that's dangerous in itself. But what they actually was talking about was that he showed a video of how to can perishable goods so you can keep them for a long time. Right. But he was doing it just fucking wrong. And oh, no. in case you're not aware, if you haven't properly stored something that's perishable and you eat it after like, you know, because the stuff he's tinnings after a few years, you can get a thing called botulism, which is a fucking horrific illness you can get from like poorly stored and poorly prepared food, which is like he was essentially showing people how to can up botulism. And yeah, so as somebody who kind of says that they're a chef, you kind of have to wonder like your food shit 
you don't really know how to make the content that you're here to make and you're actually kind of like putting out dangerous content if nothing else um so yeah the whirlwind kind of made me realize why i sometimes hate the internet because one minute is a guy who's fun to watch and like he sucks at cooking and you go ah it's fun and then next minute you find out like he's literally just a terrible fucking person for a wordpress blog that's really detailed by the way is that um is that similar to godwin's law (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah you know what maybe yeah if anybody gets a sufficient amount of like popularity they're probably gonna do something real fucking illegal can we busted out the OG memes I yeah man see fucking OG as fuck man Godwin's Law but, um, but yeah so we'll, we'll put the blog in the uh, podcast notes so you can have a look at it for yourself as I said you've got to take it with a pinch of salt because we wasn't there and we can't confirm that all of this stuff is true but for somebody to go out of the way to make a blog. It's really detailed. They follow his videos to this day. So every video he puts up, they kind of jump on and they criticize it. But um, yeah, take a look at the blog if you're interested. Jack Scalfani, um, you want to watch his content, uh, just to watch somebody kind of talk about his content. August the Duck YouTube channel, great place to go. Um, but that, I think, that brings us to the end of episode two. Yeah, and if you enjoyed this, then please leave us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. It helps us more than you may realise. And don't forget to sign up to our newsletter uh, so you can get the podcast directly into your inbox every single week, uh, along with a transcript and the show notes um, at the the meaning the memeing of dot life. Yeah, so thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it's brought you one step closer to understanding the meaning of life. <laughs>